Hi guys, welcome to the World of Podcast. Hope you've been blessed by the previous episodes. I'm excited that you've joined in today. Let's get right into it. The word for today is Romans chapter 12 and verse 12. I'll be reading from the NLC. Rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble, and keep on praying. There are four main points to identify in this passage. These four points make up the entire verse of the day. They are rejoice, hope, patience, and praying. Before we proceed, I'd like us to highlight these words and confirm their meanings from the dictionary to help us identify what Apostle Paul was trying to tell the believers to do. The word rejoice means the act or show of great joy or delight. The word hope is a feeling of expectation and desire for a particular thing to happen. Patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, problems and suffering without becoming annoyed or anxious. While prayer is a solemn request for help or expression of thanks addressed to God. Rejoicing is very different from being happy. I hear people use both words interchangeably, referring to the same thing. Happiness is time-bound and usually short-lived. Its expression is dependent on present circumstances. For example, if you're in dear need of food, say you've been very hungry and have not eaten all day, and you have no means or hope of getting food, you're likely going to be sad and frustrated. If someone then comes, whom you weren't expecting, and gives you a bowl of your favorite meal, what happens next? You're going to be glad. What you feel or what you felt at that time is happiness. Once you have eaten and are satisfied, the feeling is most likely to go away. So it's pretty much the food or the gift that determines your feeling. But rejoicing is more long-lived. Really, rejoicing is a lifestyle. It's an expression of joy that we should wear in the good or bad times. It may sound illogical to rejoice, especially in bad times, but it's only illogical if we see rejoicing as happiness. Rejoicing is beyond the outward expression of showing happiness. It is a place of contentment regardless of where you find yourself. It is remembering that neither God nor his word will ever fail. Having confidence in the potency of God's word awakens faith in the heart and that enables us to rejoice. So when things don't go well, we don't get upset with God. Rather, we rejoice because we know that our afflictions is for a while. When it's difficult to pay fees and pay the bills, we don't become grumpy with God or our fellow humans. Rather, we rejoice. When sickness seems to eat our bodies, we rejoice because we know that his thoughts towards us are thoughts of good and not of evil. Points to note, rejoicing is both a physical activity of showing excitement and a spiritual activity of remembering God's word and that it won't fail. Rejoicing is an expression of joy, and joy is a fruit of the Spirit. 
So when we rejoice, we exhibit the fruit of the Spirit. Philippians chapter 4 and verse 4 tells us to rejoice in the Lord always, placing double emphasis on the word rejoice. Mind you, the writer of the book of Philippians was in chains when he wrote that book, yet he admonished his friends to rejoice. So friends, I say to you as well, rejoice. The next point to note is hope. Hope is putting your expectations and desire in God's hands. The verse of today refers to it as confident hope, that is, the assured belief that we have in Christ and in his ability. Absolutely trusting God even though you haven't physically seen him. Romans chapter 8 and verse 24, 2.25 says, For in this hope we were saved, but hope that is seen is no hope at all. Who hopes for what they already have? But if we hope for what we do not yet have, we wait for it patiently. This hope is not hope for things we've seen. It's hope for the unseen. But we hope in confidence that the one who said it will bring it to pass. Again, Romans chapter 5 and verse 5 reminds us that hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the power of the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. So we don't hope endlessly, but in due course, we see manifestations of our hope. Patience is the next word we'll be looking at. It is popularly said that patience is a virtue, but over and beyond that, patience is the act of waiting on God without wavering or complaining. If we think about it, we become impatient when things don't go the way we want, especially for those of us that like our lives to go in a certain way we've organized. Many times, we pray to God and we want the answer at a certain time and in a certain way. But His ways and timing is different from ours and understanding that is having peace, knowing that whenever God chooses to show up is the only appropriate time. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 22 tells us that when the time is right, I, the Lord, will make it happen. God is not a magician with a magical wand that takes dictate from us to do things when we want. Rather, He is a God of time and season. He does things according to how He has planned and ordained it in our best interest. And that's what makes Him God. He is God. He makes all things beautiful in his time. Ecclesiastes 3.11 tells us that. If it is outside of God's timing, permit me to say, it cannot be beautiful. Friends, wait patiently on God. Finally, as we wrap up, we will discuss prayer. Prayer is an act of communing and fellowshipping with God. Prayer is every word we utter to God either when we assume what is regarded as the mode or attitude of prayer, or when we are just in the fix and mumble a few words under our breath. When we pray, we speak to God and He responds and speaks to us as well. As we engage in that communication chain, we understand His mind, His will, and His desires. The three points mentioned above are anchored on prayer. If we stay long enough in the place of prayer to hear what God has to say 
and not move until we hear him and gain clarity for every phase of our life, we will learn patience. Likewise, if we stay long enough in the place of prayer, God becomes real to us and our belief in him moves from abstract to tangible. We will hear him speak to us and see all of our hopes come to realization. In the same vein, if we stay long enough in the place of prayer, we will daily become aware of who we are in Christ and our identity in Christ is always worth rejoicing over. Bearing all this in mind, friends, I say to you, like Paul said to the Romans, rejoice in our confident hope, be patient in trouble and keep on praying. The Lord bless you. Let us pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for your word that we have received again. We thank you because the entrance of your word brings light and it gives understanding. We ask, dear Lord, that this word be expounded in our heart and that by your grace and mercy, you will teach us yourself how to work in patience, in love, in hope, rejoicing and in understanding. We pray that these words find expression in our hearts and every day we leave the word that we read and we hear. We thank you, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you so much for joining our podcast today. We hope you've been blessed. We see you tomorrow by God's grace. God bless you. Bye-bye.